Episode 69, babies. We made it. We made it to 69. This will be our last episode. And it was a lot of fun, you know? It was a fun ride, but we're going to end it on episode 69. I'm sorry. Actually, we're gonna keep this. We're gonna keep the podcast going. We're just gonna rebrand until we get to the next episode sixty nine, right. and just continue onward. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. Um, like I said, episode sixty nine. This is the third of June. That's weird as shit, but nonetheless, we're here. This is your co-host Cam. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host Ryan, aka Groobs, aka the Goat. How are you, bro? Hanging in there, man. Uh, can't be complaining too much. It's a short week coming off Memorial Day. And, hey, it's officially summer. Dude, it's legitimately halfway through 2021 already. Which is kind of nutty, but at the same time, I'm glad it's summer. Um, I'm tired of the damn cold. And I'm ready to have a good summer and just really vibe out and have a have a great time. No doubt, dude. It is cool that it's summer, but also it's like, dude, what is going on? Where are these years going? Like, what? Yeah, I know. You know? It is what it is, you know. It, this is what happens when you graduate and just get old. The years just roll by. Dude, I just got a memory today from the regional. Four years yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw, I saw you post that. I was like, damn. Four years ago, I played my last baseball game. Four years, dude. It's been four years. Best four years of my life. Hey, four years has been like that. It has, Next dude. four are going to go even faster. I do. That's super weird, bro. I wonder why that is, you think. Why do you think years pass by quicker the older you get? Because you're just working, grinding every day. You think it's you're not just busy? Like the, you're just going to the next next vacation is kind of what you live for. It's kind of depressing when you think about hey, it. Hey, hell nah, for me. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, I mean, you got stuff in the works, so that's good for you. Yeah, I'm not you doing might be, that. You might be leaving this rat race into a different rat race. Yeah, I got a big. I got to get into a bigger rat race for sure. Yeah, that right. is no doubt. But hey, you getting in that rat race helps this rat race that we're currently in. So that's true, dude. That's true. I guess life is just in summary, guys. Life is just oh, a sequence of constant rat rat races into perpetuity yeah. until you pass. <laughs> until you die, until or you until you retire. Right away. Until you retire and then you have all this money and you're just like, fuck, now I can do all the things I want to do, but I'm too damn old to do it. Exactly. That's true, too. That is super true. Yeah, yeah let's make money when we're relatively young. Like I don't right want to be too overweight when I'm rich, you know? <laughs> I don't want to be going I don't want to be going to Italy and be like 65 and not wanting to just drink. Just super tan and stretch marks on my gut. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, like that's not tight. Nah. I'm not like I don't want to go to San Diego when I'm 70. That's not cool, dude. I'm just hoping San Diego's still there when we're 70. It might be an island at that point. It legit maybe its own little island, republic, <laughs> if you will. God, it's crazy to think the shit that's going to be going on in 50 years. In 50 years, what do you think is going on? I need your guess right now. Actually, hey, save it. No, save it. This is this is literally the fucking intro. Okay, listen, guys. <laughs> we got some cool stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about Memorial Day weekend. We're going to talk about uh, my endeavor this past Friday on Jocks 94.5 where I played my music. That was a blast. Um, we're going to talk about... What the fuck else are we going to talk about? We got a bunch of shit. We're just going to kind of wing it today, guys. We're going to go off the cuff, and we got some stuff to talk about. Oh, we're going to talk about a letter that Mickey Mantle wrote to Yankees, the Yankees back office. It was his favorite memory of all time. I can't wait for you guys to hear this because it's absolutely legendary. If you know who Mickey Mantle is, if you don't, it'll still be pretty hilarious. Um, I'm going to tell you all it's not safe for work. No, it's it's NSFW for show. Definitely mute it if you're on speaker. Um, I mean, that's right up our alley anyway. True, 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 true. Let's just roll with it. Episode 69, guys. Let's dive right into it. And, hey, let's just have a silly goose time for the next hour, guys. Buckle up.
Okay, babies. Listen. What we're going to open with... Ryan. What are we going to open with? No, here's what we're going to... Here's what we're going to open with. Ryan, what is going to be going on in the next... In 50 years? 50 years from today, what do you think is going to be going on? We're going to be best friends with aliens. You think that we're going to be... You think that we're going to be in a... In a... In a... Platonic relationship with aliens. I think so. Okay. Maybe not, or we'll be building that. I don't know. There's so much talk of it right now, and it's just so funny because it doesn't get a whole lot of attention. But, like, they're saying they're seeing UFOs out in Virginia Beach every single day. From This is coming from the military. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe, I mean, I 100% believe it. It's not like they're just, you know, seeing drones. Here's my take. Drones can't do the things that they can do. My take is that they are drones, but they're drones of the alien category. I don't think that those things are... Fair enough. I don't think people are... I don't think other life forms are on that thing. I think that they're drones (coughs) being maneuvered by other beings from somewhere else. Okay. Um, I think that those things are literally unmanned, unpiloted, machines that can fly and do crazy shit um i will say this also i wouldn't be shocked if because we already have drones that are flying that are that can drop bombs and shoot and shit right uh in the military now i wouldn't be shocked if in 50 years we are doing the exact same thing and we're 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 fighting virtually with our opponents overseas or our enemies we're fighting on a screen, flying the drone oh, yeah. from a remote location. Instead of having actual planes and fighter pilots up there, we're having drones and, and they're flying around doing the, the war for us in the air. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. So I am also wouldn't be shocked if those are unmanned drones from alien life forms and they're just scanning the area, dude. What, what about this? Conspiracy okay. theory. Okay. What if it's not an alien life form? What if it's some humans from the future that have came back and are fucking with us? Um, that'd be unbelievable. Only because time travel is seemingly impossible. Yeah, we've we've dug down that hole, and it, I it everybody does it different, and I just don't. I can't wrap my head around it. Let's just look up what it would take to actually time travel. It's impossible. What it would take to time travel. Um. Okay, we we might go down a real fucking rabbit hole here, buddies. Oh boy, um, here we go. Told y'all we didn't have a plan for today. No, 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 no. Okay, now we're not gonna do this because this would take no. up two full episodes of a podcast. Um, a wormhole in summary, and wormholes. Collapse very quickly, so it'd be very difficult to get a human through a wormhole. Um, right. in summary, but okay, so that'd be crazy as hell. Your your hypothesis would be wild as shit. It'd be yeah, even. It would, be. would it? Did I? Yeah, I might have already asked you this, but do you think it would be better or worse if it was manned? If these things that we're seeing were of the Earth and other people were doing this. The U.S. was not doing this. Would it be better or worse uh, if it was aliens bad. or the Chinese? It'd be bad. What would it be? I'd bad? rather be aliens. You would rather be aliens, okay? Yeah, I don't want. I mean, dude, if China's got this kind of technology, we're fucked. Oh, everybody. But also, if they did, they were already screwed us over by now. So. Maybe, maybe they're long. The game. thing about China is they literally take all of our stuff that we do and just re-engineer it into their own. That's literally what they do for cheaper because. They literally have... And everything's made in China here. They literally have like a, almost Holocaust camps there with... Um, Uyghurs. I think it's, yeah, there you go. Uyghurs. Muslims, right? It's the Uyghur Muslims, yes. They have yeah. concentration camps for those people, which is yeah. wild and that that's not getting any press. And exactly. The fact that uh, crazy conservatives and crazy liberals are getting press, but Uyghur, Uyghur so Muslims So can, can we talk about China real quick? Sure, I'd love to. So let's let's get this is something uh, that's came up here within the week. Have you seen the leak emails from Mr. Dr. Fauci? I've not. What's going on? 
Um, pretty much. This dates back to last year, right at the beginning. Uh, I think it was like April. Um, some of these emails, pretty much it's all of the, you know, world health people, the scientists, quote unquote, saying there's no way this came from a natural virus. Like it's definitely a hundred percent engineered. Fauci said and this. And here we are. Everybody that called everybody crazy a year ago for saying that. Here we are. There literally was a guy, I think he went on the news today or yesterday, Admiral something. And he was like, yes, this is all bullshit. This is funded by taxpayer money from the Americans to this Chinese lab in Wuhan. And this originated there. It got out. It's like a bioweapon experiment. And it's funded by American taxpayers, by Dr. Fauci and the rest of the that organization. So, I mean, there needs to be an investigation into this shit because this is like the biggest thing yeah. that has ever happened in human history, if this is true. Right. I mean, biological warfare is against the law. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I think that we're, you know, seeing like what it would take to build it and then like build the virus. They built the virus, obviously. And then it got out. It like got into somebody in there, contaminated them. Then it got out to that market and just like wildfire went everywhere across the entire world. Shut down the entire world for a year. There are still parts of the world that are shut down right now. Right. Which is nuts to think about. And it's all because of Dr. Fauci and them funding this lab out in China. Yeah, it's, um, sheesh, dude. You know, like. Yeah, there's going to be, I and now I could be wrong because of the current administration might not dig too deep into it, but they should. Because that's been their big stance this entire time is we're anti-COVID. We're going to do all this. Then, hey, hammer the guy that you think has been leading the way. Who is partially the cause of this whole thing? Literally, he's been the figurehead that surrounds the, uh, the what's it called? The CDC, right? Like he, He's running the World Health Organization. Yeah, the, that's right. That's him. That's him. That's him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just doing some... Uh, it sucks that it honestly sucks that he feels the need to say things prematurely because he's kind of right. forced by the news media to make statements, even though he doesn't know all the facts. And that's just that's not on him. I mean, it is a lot on him, but it's not on him that there he's feeling pressure to make a statement when the reality is he should say, hey, I don't know. But I don't know. Doesn't make news headlines. Doesn't make people feel comfortable either. That's true. But also, but also, I'd rather make people feel uncomfortable than make people misled. Yeah, because, I mean, it was every other like week or two he was flip-flopping his stance. Remember, this all started off with, hey, for two weeks, we just not don't leave your houses, don't do anything for two weeks. Yeah. Here we are. It was, what, over a year and, like, two months till everything really opened up again? Yeah. Granted, now, down here in the South, we opened up a little bit sooner than that, and we've been doing things for a while now. We've been but, chilling. They're, you know what they're blaming? You know they're blaming on COVID cases in other states? Um, they're blaming uh, their COVID cases on people that, on the on the states that opened up early somehow? Just saying because they're traveling. Right, they're just like, they're like, yeah, the people that haven't been vaccinated. It's like the uh, vaccination's the end-all, be-all, you know? Like, yeah. No, 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 that's not how vaccinations work, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm vaccinated, but at the same time, it's not like, it's not... I mean, if you if you've had the virus, a natural immunity is way better than a vaccine. That's the true. I mean, that's historically proven. Yeah, I mean, that's literally your body just getting used to something. Like, I'm gonna have to get a booster shot here in a couple months, and that shit sucks. I got sick from this crap. That's the truth. So, that's the truth. That's uh, that's wild though. I didn't know that. Yeah, go look it up. It's all over Twitter and stuff, but. I mean, there there needs to be an investigation in this shit because this is literally, if this is what it is, if this is a man-made thing and it's funded by Fauci and the rest of those guys, this is the worst thing to happen. One of the worst things that happened in human history yeah. alongside like the Holocaust and shit like that. Right. Like, it's, it, it's not, obviously it's not black plague level, but it is rough. You know, I mean, this, is, this affected the entire how many, world. Yeah, worldwide, how many people did die? How many people died from COVID? You That's think? a good question. I mean, I mean we'll never like really know five. because the numbers are skewed. But um, exactly. What did the stats say? I wonder. World, 
wide depths. Um, um, there's 3.7 million confirmed global. That's a lot of people. Now, how much of that is true? Like you said, numbers are skewed a little bit, so we'll never actually know. But at the same time, that's still a lot of people, and it's on some people right now. I mean, this is not something that originated from a bat. This isn't. No, it's not. No. I mean, people were talking about it last year when you looked at the genome under a microscope. There was no way this thing was built or was, you know, naturally made. It was built in a lab. Which is crazy to think that that's actually a thing. That they can do that in a lab on a microscopic level. Why are they allowed to make viruses? Why are we making viruses and then mass shrouding it as something that we can we can use to better our society by being able to prevent or being able to develop vaccines to them when they haven't been created in the first place? That's the whole thing is so that they can better prepare for when a new you know a new SARS comes out a new um, come on come on bird flu that kind of shit. Um, for more of these kind of viruses when they actually naturally occur, not when it's, you know, something that's made. Right. So they can better counteract it so that, you know, you prepare for it. But at the same time, like if you're building a virus, why are we building you know, viruses? Bioweapon lab. Yeah. What do you think that thing's going to be used for? Not die. Dude. I don't know. Not die. Not it's, died. it's something we need to keep our eyes on. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. Um, stuff like this. And hey, here we are again. Conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah, I so. um, I uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it gets swept under the rug. Oh, I mean, it hundred percent will. I mean, nobody in the media is going to talk about it. Literally, f- the first interview Fauci did um, about these emails, the lady, it's an MSNBC lady, and she's just like, "Oh, you, you've, you're holding, the, you're holding it together really well. You keep it buttoned up," and she's complimenting the guy for literally having emails that leak saying that he was lying and funding this lie. It's actually insane, dude. This is, the media is just so bad, man. They, this is why this kind of stuff, the new form of media is the way of the future. News, news networks, newspapers, all that shit's dying for a reason because nobody trusts it. But until that moneymaker <laughs> is dead... These new forms of media just need to keep popping up and keep rolling and people need to back them like podcasts and like barstool shit like that. Back those kind of companies because that's the new wave. No doubt. Not, not these CNN, Fox news, that kind of shit. It's the, you know, the outkicks, the barstools. Uh, there's plenty of others out there. I, I mean, I don't even watch the news. I hell I can't even stand ESPN anymore because you can't, they, they just get political. And they have an agenda. And if you want shit, you know, given to you straight, you need to go to these new forms of media because it's just not the way the world works anymore is news networks who can literally manipulate the masses. And I think people are finally waking up to it. Yeah, it's, um, once again, back to the initial question, what's going to go be going on in 50 years? Hopefully, right. hopefully the, um, the I guess the abolition of big media of big news media that'd be, tight. be awesome that'd be super tight and yeah. we could just have we could just have people that are just like hey heard some there heard there was some crazy shit going on over here we don't know if it's 100% true or not but we did want you guys to know that this is what we heard and then you can do yeah. your own digging you know but also, dude, everybody's gonna and their mom's gonna have a smartphone, and everybody's gonna be able to delineate the truth from the from the lies. Um, hopefully, sooner rather than later. So back to that question. Now it can't. There can be a shift from these news networks that traditionally, you know, have ran everything. You're seeing the shift now already to these big tech companies, your Googles, your Twitters. All of those kind of things, right? Facebook, another one. If we do not, you know, break them up, have some rules on them, they will turn into 
the new news, the news, they will be the ones manipulating everything. They're already trying to do it now yeah. where they're, you know, silencing conservatives and stuff along those lines. So, I mean, you're already seeing that shift now with like Twitter, mm-hmm. literally just, they will shadow ban your ass. Even though they came out today saying they don't shadow ban, they a hundred percent do. Yeah, they do. hundred percent. So that, that's something that, I mean, if we don't do something about that, that's the shift you will see in the next 50 years. Hell, in the next ten, we got a uh, we got some interesting times coming up, dude. A hundred percent. There's a lot of you know ethical, political stuff that we have to ask ourselves when it comes to these big corporations and whether or not we want to let them rule rule this country. I mean, that's that's really what it boils down to. You have your government, but at the end of the day, these companies they're the lobbyists. They're the ones paying the government to make these rules, and it's one of those things is are we even going to have a government in 50 years or are we going to be run by corporations? Yeah. At the end of the day. It's, um, it's something that's going to have to be addressed. I'm very, uh, I'm very curious to see how it goes. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I wouldn't be shocked if there's another civil war. Um, not in the Still terms not. of, not in the terms of conscription and people are doing what we're, what they did back in the day. It's not going to be like North versus South. Um, I don't even know if it'll be left versus right, but when I say war, I mean, I think it'll be the common man coming together and saying, Hey, we need to probably stop letting these people run our country because right. they're not doing it the right way, you know? So essentially a revolution instead and of a civil that's war. That's what I mean. Something revolutionary. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens in 50 years, about 50 years time. I wouldn't be shocked about it. And I will be sitting on a piece of land, just letting it happen. A hundred percent. Yep, 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 yep. What do you got on um what do you got on uh this past Memorial Day? What'd you do? Oh yeah, that was my next question. Uh I was gonna say let's roll into that, let's bring some positivity out of these weirdness that we just talked about. Uh man, it was good. It was good, nice long weekend, much needed. Uh finally got back on the boat. It was good to be out there back on the lake, tearing it up, you know, doing the damn thing. Uh got got a few of the friends out there, you know, tied up. Stayed up, stayed up at the, uh, at the roommate's lake house and stayed there Saturday night. Woke up Sunday, got back out there, came back Monday, played some golf. Uh, didn't play my best, to be honest with you. Sucked on the front, did better on the back. Uh, the greens were really fast. Uh, I didn't have my six iron because, as you can see, snapped it last time I played. On purpose or what? On accident, um, there's uh, a whole story. I'll get to that in a sec because there's also something happened that same exact day that's hilarious and you'll love it. But, uh, you know, got on the back. Greens were pretty firm. I'd reach in two on some par fours and reach in three on a par five. And then my putting just went to shit. You know, it was hard to read. And I, I had I just, you know, I was a little fast, a little hard. And, but hey, it's all. I can't complain. Um, played at a great course, Lanier Islands, and there was a lot of water right on Lake Lanier. Um, finally, I mean, still hitting the driver, you know, inconsistently, but getting there, starting to figure it out a little bit. I got the, I got the golf itch really big right now. I wanted to play tomorrow. Nobody can play with me. Can't play Saturday morning because it's all booked up. Dude, so. I'll tell you the best, the most fun you'll ever have going by yourself, putting your AirPods in. And not really keeping score, you can, but right. keep your score with your first shot and then hit as many shots as you want from any position that you want right. just to get some reps in and then and then play your first ball. You can play that as an actual score, right? but then work on your shot from different lengths. You can, oh, right. I probably should have hit an 8-iron here instead of a 7-iron. Oh, I probably should have hit my 56 to my 52, right. things like that. See, I could do that. Love I would love to do that. I would love to do that. You know, go play a quick nine here at the end of the day right here because, you know, it doesn't get dark until 9 o'clock, and 8 o'clock your time. Um, but I, the problem is with that, they still pair you up with people. And if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to go by myself, I want to play by myself. I don't want anybody behind me. I don't want oh, anybody on my ass. you can't play solo? Uh, you can't, but they usually just they book you up with somebody usually. Hell it sucks because no. I would love to just like tomorrow morning. I would love to just play by myself, knock out a quick 18 and within like two or three hours and just get the fuck out of there and go, go about the rest of my day. Go get my hair cut and then go sit at the pool. You know? Yeah. That's, that's going to be a hell no for me, dude. I used to play solo all the time. Oh, that's, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things I could maybe try it, but at the same time, like if I 
don't want to be booked up with somebody if I if I'm by myself, you know. I'm with you, hundred percent. Because that's just weird. Uh, we've had people do that where we book two or we book three, and then we have some random person with us. Was like, why? We don't want somebody. No, 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 no. But if you're in a twosome and you get a good twosome like we did on Monday, it's pretty good. But then you feel bad when you hit bad shots and you're like, I'm gonna hit another one because you're holding them up. Yeah. You're just like, that's, sorry, that dude. Is, that's like, the, I'm just trying to have fun here. That's the worst part. It's like, hey, man, how am I supposed to learn if I can't hit Exactly. I got to suck to be better, right? Because you can only get so much better by going out there and hitting on the range. You know, like, right, you need exactly. to go play rounds of golf to get that much better, you know? Well, the thing about the ranges is you're still, you're always hitting from a flat surface. That's true. Right. And whenever you hit a golf shot, off the tee, that's the only time you're hitting off a flat surface. That's true. That is very true. I never, I never thought of it that way as well. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I, um, so, I mean, your ball's always above, below, you know, up, down. It's always above or below your feet. So that's something you got to work on. You got to know how to maneuver your body to be parallel with the with the ground and go from there and how to hit your shots. 100%. I just... That's, I can't imagine getting paired. If I ever got paired up, no bullshit, dude. I would literally just leave. <laughs> just, uh, You know, we've done, me and Billy have done this, where we're just like, we'll play the first hole with them. And we say, hey, either y'all can go ahead or we're going to go ahead because we don't really want to be held up. We just kind of want to be by ourselves. Um, we hit, we go, we just move on. That's actually and we've done that strat. a few times. That's a good strat. That's a good strat for sure. Is Billy yeah, good? But... Billy's better than me. He can shoot in the 80s, cool. usually like high 80s. Uh, I mean, I'm in the 90s or in the 100s. So. Hey, no, like you- I said, I just don't I'm, – I'm not consistent right now with hitting the ball straight. Still, my swing path is still shit, so still working on it. It's tough, dude. Golf's a hard – it's a hard, hard thing, bro. It is very hard. Oh, yeah. When I was at my best, I was uh, I was pretty good. But um, it's just something you got to do constantly, and I can't. Right. I, I just can't. You know, like – I just simply can't do that right now, that's for sure. The money is it's pretty ridiculous. Like I gotta go get that six iron fixed. It's gonna be a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Because I have graphite shafts, so that's a hundred bucks right there. So you're not running you're not running steel shafts, you're not stiff across the board, you're running graphite flex shafts? No, graphite stiff. Hmm. It's lighter and the reason I do stiff is because I swing hard as fuck. Yeah, I mean you gotta run stiff. I run I run I mean, dude, I, I hit my six iron when I broke it, so let me get to that story real quick. Um, so we played this course, Marietta City Club, and it's, it's just down the road from me. It's like right next to my work. And we were playing, and we finished 18. Great. did It was fun. Realized we can play running back quick, play the back nine again. So we paid 20 bucks. We did that. And so the first time, I think it was like hole 14 or 15, it's just par five. You go over the water. And then your second second or third shot, you're going towards the green. So it might be a four, actually. Now that I think of it, it was a four. Because I hit I hit my driver, get it there. I'm about 205 yards out. So I'm like, all right, I'm in between my five and my six. So I pull out my six, smoke this ball. I mean, I hit it pure. Put it within eight feet. Obviously missed the putt. Natural. So when we run it back... I mean, I, I told John, I was like, dude, I'm going to miss this putt. He's like, dude, don't say that. Now you're definitely going to miss it. Definitely missed it, two-putted, which I'm not mad about that. If I'm two-putting, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy if I'm two-putting. So, Because that would give me a birdie on a par five if I can reach in three. So, it's true. Or reach in two, which is that's kind of hard on a par five for me because I got to hit it straight. I can hit it far. It's got to hit it straight. But So we get back on this back, uh, hole again. About the same distance, about 200 out. So I'm like, all right, I'll pull up my six. I'm waiting on uh, Billy and Logan to hit. And I'm kind of like my, I don't even know what to call this thing. I'll show it to you. It's like this little piece, guys. I I, I don't know what to call it. It's like a little thing that goes, connects the club to the, um, the club head to the shaft. So it's coming up a little bit. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to tap, tap it back in. So when I tap it on the ground, it just snaps. Oh, no. And right before this, this is the other story about this day. Um, when when we did the nine, when we did redid the nine, they grabbed some hot dogs while we were in there. And I went ahead and teed off while they were getting the hot dogs. They came out. Logan hands me a hot dog. I drop him off at his ball after he teed off while I'm eating this hot dog. So I put the hot dog down on my seat to go to my ball. 
hit my ball, get back, go back to the cart to go pick up Logan. I sit on this fucking hot dog, dude. Quit. Fuck up my shorts. Dude, when I tell you that you can see the lines of the mustard still on these shorts, it's hilarious. That is gross. So I, I, this is on 10 before I break the club. So I sit on this hot dog. I'm pretty drunk. We get down to 14 or whatever the hole was, 15. Then I break the club. It was just like, damn, if we don't do this, I don't break my club. I don't fuck up these shorts. We should have just called it a day. But that was the first time I pulled out my driver as much as I did. And I was actually hitting it pretty good that day. So not going to complain about that. I wish. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wish I had the got the golf. It's pretty big again. right now. Say that again. So I wish I had the funds to get back out there again consistently. I just, it's not that I don't have the funds. I just don't, it's just something I can't, I don't want to spend my money on at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just like doing it because like on my, on my Fridays is something to do. Um, it's just get out in nature, you know, get outside. Do that hey, that's why deal. I play this. And though. it's something athletic, you know, kind of. True, true, true. That is why, I, dude, so. how about this? I burned, we, uh, we played around a disc golf after my workout the other day. And uh, we got out there, played 18, and I put my I put outdoor walk on my Apple Watch just to see how right. many steps I took, how long I walked, and the calories I burned active and passive. Right, right, right. Dude, I burned 900 calories. I burned 900 Jesus. calories, walked two and two point like six eight miles. Okay. Uh, and, and it was just one round, dude. We played two rounds almost all the time. Yo, you were burning Dang. so many calories getting out there playing disc golf. Yeah, I mean, you're actually walking. You don't have a cart. You have to walk. Exactly. You literally can't get a cart because you're in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Check this guy out. Just got it in. I lost my other one. Hold on, I'm going to peel the sticker off. But um, I lost my other one, so I had to get a orange and blue one, boy, for them Chilton County Tigers. Chilton County or Auburn? No, Chilton County, bro. I'm not, I'm okay. no, I'm okay. not an Auburn fan anymore, bro. What <laughs> the hell with that? Oh, shit. That shit beautiful. Oh, but what about you? What about your Memorial Day, man? It was good. I, I got to hang out with uh with Kip Moore, my guitarist. Kip, uh, we went to his house. Me and Charles, we went to his house, and we had a good time. And uh, saw some people I hadn't seen in a while and got to be on the, like I said, you got on the lake. It was kind of cold. Was it cold there? Right. Yeah, it was weird, but it was weird cold. It was weird because so it would be it was, like when the sun wasn't the out, sun was, it was It was cold. beautiful. It was beautiful right. out. But then you're on the boat and you're going, you're like, holy shit, it's actually really cold, even though the sun's blaring on right. my shoulders. I'm still kind of cold. But the water wasn't too cold. It was so weird. Super weird. Yeah, that, that rain that came through really fucked everything up. But it was like when it was cloudy, it was kind of cold out. But once the sun came out, you were hot as crap. It felt like it was 85. But then you're, I checked my watch and it's 60, 66. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it was bizarre. But nonetheless, we had a good weekend and – uh, we did the inner tube and we drank some beers, played some cornhole. Dude, here's my here's my segue into weird cornhole things. My buddy Kip is extremely good at cornhole, and right. he got some bags, some legit ACL championship okay. level ba- cornhole bags, and ACL is yeah. the American Cornhole League or whatever. Right, um, right, right. And these bags they have like the they have a satin side, like a velvet side where they stick, and then a like a burlap feeling side where they slide. Okay. And you have to throw them a certain way for them to do well, like the pros do. You have to throw them, like, flat right. and spin them sideways. Yeah. Dude, I figured out how to finally throw them, and it is a game changer, and pun intended, because the bags are literally called game changer cornhole bags. But, um, <laughs> and guess how much they are for a set of eight? Set of eight, and you're saying this is ACLs? These are legit. Uh, I'm going to say 250 No. Now you're getting crazy. Lower? Literally half of that. $122. Okay. But those are just for the bags. The the boards themselves are 500 Yeah, the boards are expensive as shit. That's so crazy to me. Like, hey, man, just cut you up some wood and polish it up the right way, and you're good, you know? Yeah, just make the cuts the right way, and you're golden. I don't understand why it would be that expensive. But also, nowadays, with the way lumber's costing, I, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it makes um, making cornhole boards a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I was going to make my own coming down the south, but I just said fucking a bought some. I feel that, bro. I, I thought about like at my house. I will have I will have this entire set. I will have the game changer bags oh, yeah. with the legit boards for sure. 
I mean, yeah, you got to have a cornhole set yeah. for your backyard, absolutely. There's no doubt about it, bud. But, um, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that um, they were that big of a deal, these bags, because they're nothing like the little bags that you get, you know, just at the at your yeah. at your place, just chilling, you know? They're nothing like the ones you get at Dick's. That's for sure. Yeah, your 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 sand or whatever. Yeah, up your standard bags issue that are just, bags. You know, cloth. They're way different. And um, if you guys interesting. are interested in cornhole, look into them. And uh, once you figure out how to throw them, they're really good. They're pretty badass, actually. So I can tell you what we've been playing a lot here at the apartment. Uh, we've been playing Beersby. The pole, the pole thing, pole beer yes. bottle disc. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We've been playing a lot of that. I got, I actually got pretty decent at it here recently, like two weekends ago, I want to say. Not this past week and the weekend before. Um, I got to where I was hitting the pole pretty consistently, so pretty stoked about that. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I would get, I would be really good at it now. Yeah, you would. Next time you come, I mean, they, it's not ours, but they store it at ours because we're on that ground level, like you know. So they store it over here on our balcony so we can play anytime we want. Yeah, we got to come through soon, bro. I got to get me and Charles on the same page. She's been so busy, bro. Yeah. But um just what it is, man. We got to come through and do that. I I like that game too. I remember last 4th of July we uh we did that and it was a lot of fun. Um I got to get snapper back, dude. Snap dude, buy you a snapper table, bro. <laughs> dude. If I can get snap out there in the in the I courtyard, swear to God, I would God. pass away playing that game. Dude, I was pretty good at it. I only played it a handful of times, but I I would sink them. Dude, me and Swaggerty, left and me right. And Swaggerty, we would get out there and just beat ass. Once you guys left, dude, that would be such a good game for the beach outside of the wind factor, because then you could actually dive for the die. Yeah, but also the wind shouldn't play a huge factor because the dies the die are so small. Yeah, but it's so light, it's going to blow. It's gonna, there's it'll affect it a little bit, but I, I don't think it would be unplayable. I think you can make that happen. Now, like, can, make, like, can Jam it. would be impossible. Yeah, yeah. Can Jam would, I mean, Frisbees on the beach is just not the move. No, it's impossible. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you what would be fun, though. Uh, spike ball. Spike ball on the beach is the best because, again, you can dive and then not hurt too bad. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. It's it still hurts your knees because you know you still are diving on your knees, but you got a little bit of a you know something to cushion you with the sand. Dude, should I get? I'm looking at the uh, cornhole. It's all cornhole.com. It's the website that hosts the ACL stuff. Should I get me right. a a matching gray all cornhole.com compression sleeve? Oh my a, god, please! A and then wear it every single time you play cornhole. Just always carry it around with me. Yes, just have it in your back pocket. You go to a party or a jersey. Just have it ready. Not a jersey. Sixty five. That would bucks. be too much. Sixty five bucks for a jersey. For a cornhole jersey, bud. Nah, out on that. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> but dude, just imagine just whipping out your sleeve, sliding it on, be like, all right, I'm about to kick your ass. They do sell ugly Christmas sweaters though, and they're kind of sick. Are they? Yeah, they're actually kind of lit. I'm definitely putting bags and holes, baby. I'm definitely not ever gonna buy one, but they are pretty cool. Or a backpack. Backpack for a what? Beach is it like a theme. disc golf bag? Yeah. What? Well, no. It would hold the bag. Just it would hold your bags and shit. Um, a beach themed cornhole jersey. Oh God. It actually looks pretty cool. I mean, obviously, once again, statement stands. I would never wear it, but right. Holy crap. That's actually nuts. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about our uh, old team making the regionals real quick? Oh yeah, I do. Dude, go Jags, bro. I understand. Shout out Calvi. I understand that. Yeah, shout out Mark Calvi, Sunbelt Coach of the Year, bro. Regular season champs, conference tournament Dude, champs. They literally going to Gainesville. They literally three seed in Gainesville, and I'll be honest, bro, they got a chance. If they show hey, Georgia up, beat Florida, so dude, if they have an offense, if they have offense like they did in the champion in the conference tournament, if their offense mm-hmm. clicks, they're gonna win it, bro. Because that's what's held yeah. them back. They're back. They're they're their offensive numbers are kind of low. Um, so it's been a lot of legit, you know, old school baseball, bun them over, mm-hmm. bun them over, sack fly them in kind of deal. Small ball. Yeah. They're really small ball on it. Um, but if they can start generating some runs, buddy. 
do the Jags have an opportunity to go in there and make a wave? You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they find if I find them if we all find them in the championship series of that regional. I know, right? That would be awesome. I mean, I, I definitely would not be shocked at all. They got their first game against Miami, and that's step one, bro. If you beat Miami like we did our 2017 year, we beat Mississippi State. They were the two seed in the Southern Miss Regional. Um, if you go in there and beat the two seed, you're set up perfectly. We obviously couldn't execute on the next game. We had to play Southern Miss, and we didn't win it. But um, Which is weird because I'm pretty sure y'all probably played Southern Miss once or twice that yeah, year. Yeah, we did, and we won. So y'all we always split. Play. We would split South with always plays with Southern. Yeah, we, we would split with them. The, our Southern Miss was – but I'll be honest, that Southern Miss team was the best baseball team I've ever played in my life. That was the best. Yes, really? including, in my opinion, ULL our freshman year. And they were literally ranked number one in the country. <laughs> so, Dude, ULL our freshman year was ridiculous. They won like 54 games. They were like 54 and two or some shit. It was actually ridiculous. That was when all they did was dip and rip. Dude, and yeah. They started that trend. And now look at where everybody's yeah. going to. Launch angle. Yep, launch angles. Taking over the game. 100%. And, uh, yeah. dude, I just... They were so good, and I just think that Miami's beatable. Looking at their record, looking at who they've been playing, I think they're extremely mm-hmm. beatable, especially since they're not hosting the regional. It's not a home game for them, per se. Right. Um, I think South can go in there and make some noise. And uh, if they come out and beat Miami, because USF swept Miami, and they're the four seed. Interesting. Don't, hold on. Let me actually let me fact check that. I'm pretty sure, though. But, yeah, like I was saying, Georgia – we didn't make a regional. Didn't make it. But we beat Florida a few times this year, so it's doable. Florida ain't the team that they usually are. Right. You know, the most dominant team in the country. That ain't them. They ain't they didn't win the SEC. Arkansas is that team this year. Right. Um Arkansas is the consensus number one. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Uh fun fact, They're opening series good. of the year, Miami took two from Florida. There you go. Um, they took two from Florida. Let's see. Got swept by Florida State, which is rough because Florida State was down this year. It's rough. Um, no, no, no. Who who gave me that fall? Maybe it was Florida that got beat by them. Let me check. Maybe Let so. Let me check. Florida. While you do yeah, that, you I will say something, and we can – go into this conversation after you look at Florida. Um, how refreshing it was. Because I watched the SEC tournament a little bit. I watched Georgia play. Um, I watched us beat LSU, which was uh, honestly huge because LSU baseball is LSU baseball. But it was so refreshing watching guys not shift every play, play small ball, hit and run, all the stuff that you've played baseball your entire life, you've done this. Mm. Until you watch pro baseball where all they do is dip and rip, and they don't steal. They're shifting every single damn play, uh, every damn hitter. So it's just not – it was more fun to watch that brand of baseball versus the major league product that you're seeing today. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. I agree. Let me – oh, here it is, baseball schedule. Who did uh, – somebody just flat out lied to my face. Um, guys, just <laughs> – to be honest, guys, just totally disregard what I said because that's not true. Back check was wrong. That's not true. I'm glad I checked. Um, maybe it was UCF. It might have been. I mean, that is a common mix-up. But um, regardless, Miami did take two from Florida early, uh, and yeah. Auburn took two from Florida early. So f- Telling you, Florida's see, beatable. See what see what Georgia did to them while you're or, looking. Uh, at they it. they took two or three from Georgia. Georgia won on Sunday. Okay, there you go. But I'm telling. I mean, they're beatable. They're not. No, they're a very beatable team. baseball team. That's for sure. USF yeah. went right at 500. I think they just won the tournament, so that's why they. Uh, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, um, so they'll probably get. Beat. Yeah, they beat. Uh, they'll be the first team. They out. beat UCF in the championship game, eight to seven. And UCF go. was. Uh, baseball. Oh shit! Not that. Um, there it is. I'm pretty sure UCF was like, oh, never mind. They were 500 as well. What was the whole, the whole, com- the whole conference USA was ass? What's going on? Probably. Who was leading that conference? I'm trying to figure out who would be leading that conference. 
It had to have been FAU. They were 32 and 25. Yeah. What about MTSU? I don't know if Middle Tennessee is in that conference anymore. Conference USA? They used to be. Oh, never mind. Yeah, they were. I'm just an idiot. Um, They were baseball. Oh, they were. They so were. They're usually pretty. They're usually pretty good, but they're bad. Twenty four, twenty nine. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. They they did take they got they got beat two out of three at South this year. The only reason South didn't sweep them is because they Go lost Jacks. in extras. Gotcha. Go Jacks. Hey, stop in your mouth, bud. <laughs> but hey, shout out to the team. I think they're gonna like you said. They have a real chance to go down there and make some noise and maybe upset a few teams. Upset Miami. Which I don't even really gonna gonna consider that an upset, um, but Florida. I mean, it would be an upset if they beat Florida and they won this damn thing. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, man. I'm I'm gonna look forward to. It. I'm gonna try and watch it whenever that is. When will they start playing? Do you know? Oh, I'll have it right here. One second. One, two, three, four, five, six. Dude, I'm just looking at UAB and they're just stringing losses together. They went eighteen and thirty six. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Get drilled, boys. Um. Let's see, FAU, UCF, USF. All right, opening game is this Friday. So tomorrow, what time? Um, 12 p.m. So noon, the noon o'clock is um is the South Florida Florida game, and I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming the 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 premier game is the the two seed versus the three seed because everybody assumes that it's going to be a little closer. Just like well, ours, well, ours was primetime ESPN at uh in Hattiesburg right. against Mississippi State. Um, and it'll be YTSPN, I'm assuming ESPN three. Uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm I wouldn't. Well, it's a it's a Gainesville regional. I don't know. We'll look. I'll I'll take a look. Anyways, you guys will probably find it before we do, obviously, because Thursday night. Hundred percent. It's um yeah I don't I don't know it's I think it's wait did I say Thursday night, bro? No, it's Friday night. You said Friday night. It's Thursday night for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I was tripping. Right. So, yeah, um, it starts tomorrow, bro. It all starts tomorrow. Pretty sweet, man. Dude, I watched that video of them finding out they made it. It's just like, damn, that locker room is so much different than when we were there. That's a brand new locker room. It was literally on MLB Network. It was so nice. That locker room is gigantic, bro. It has a ping pong table and a kitchen in the locker Dude, room. And it's so big, you can literally play legit competitive ping pong and run around and play some legit. Right. You know, get after it. You can run around a little bit. That's some space, buddy. Think about freshman year, dude. How much ping pong you guys played? Dude, it would, I would have killed. I was so bummed when I heard that he was allowing it this time. He wouldn't allow. You I'm, never. I'm almost certain Calvi wouldn't allow a ping pong table in the hidden facility when I was there, which <laughs> bums me right out. That and then they got the weight room right there too. That's pretty sweet looking. Hey Calvi, if you're hearing this, I'm just letting you know, dude. I think you might have softened up a little bit in your old age. <laughs> just saying. First off, he'll never listen to us two talk. Uh, I'm letting you know right now. He'll listen to me talk because he knows I'm a psycho, and he loves me. That too. And he loves me. He too. does also love you very much, dude. I miss the shit out of Calvi. I do too. I miss. I, that was the one thing I hated about leaving was not being able to be there and be around the guy. Like, being around you guys was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's the best start. That was the best part about playing baseball was... Dude. You were... You, we had our baseball. own fraternity, essentially. Yeah, we did. But that, that's the only reason it was a good time. Yeah, you had a built-in friend group. I, um... I, to hell with baseball. I just wanted to be around the boys. I didn't want to play exactly. my last two years. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to be on the field. Just get me in the dugout. Let's, let me put a fat dip in, and let's just have a good time, dude. You know? Let's just be a good Let's teammate. Let's just have a silly LeBron. goose time. That's all I want to do is get out there and just have a blast. And uh, Hey, I will tell you, sophomore year, after I got cut, it was so nice just sitting up in the stands, eating a hot dog, drinking a beer while you guys had to freeze and play Auburn. Yeah, I bet that was nice. <laughs> granted. That was so nice. Granted, I didn't play that game. Thank God. I was behind, I was right there on the heater with my BP top on, three hoodies, and, and yep. two pairs of sweats under my my. My uh my uniform as we went on to beat Auburn and their ace Keegan Thompson Keegan, right and yeah. Keegan if you ever hear this we beat that ass and I miss you also brother <laughs> that was a big game well. I remember that I mean it was all my birthday that game was huge for us we uh, 
It was it was on my birthday. It was Fat Tuesday. It was just a big deal that day. Well, anytime Auburn or Alabama or Mississippi State comes into town, people flood the right. gates ready to watch, you know? Yeah. And it turns out we just always beat their ass every time they come day. here. I never lost to Mississippi State, Auburn, or Alabama in Mobile ever in my four years there. We always beat them. Yeah. I have a, actually have a legendary picture of me holding Raspino after we walked it off against Mississippi State, and he's jumping into my arms, and I'm holding him, and it's a picture of him, like, yelling while I'm holding him, running around. It was, it's actually a legendary <laughs> pick. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a dope pick for sure, bro. <sighs> yeah, that's the one thing that, that I do miss about, like, playing. I mean, obviously playing the game is fun and shit, but yeah. being around the guys, that's the one thing. Having that locker room mentality of – Hey, we're all just here. We're all friends. Like we're all just gonna bust each other's balls. I might get along with somebody better, but hey, we're still friends. Hundred you percent, know? bro. Obviously, there's gonna be healthy competition there, but if y'all can just strip away the right. fact that you're fighting for position and just understand that you're all on the same team working towards one goal, that's when people start being really good, dude. You know, that's when that's right. when teams really start molding when they're like, all right, hey, go get after it. And then when you get tapped on the shoulder, you're ready to go. But you're not saying, God, I hope he goes over four so I can get an opportunity. You got to weed that shit right. out immediately. And we struggled with that early, but we pulled it together and had a great year. But um, it was, um, it's very important. And that was never a problem with me because I was like, oh, you want to play? Get in there. Go, hey, <laughs> it's kind of hey, cold. Go get, go get him, buddy. I'm going to be in here hanging out. Cool? Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Like, hey, I want to be nice and warm exactly. while you're out there freezing your ass I'll off. play the last few innings in the outfield. Then and we'll call it a night, you know. I'm yeah. with that. I dude, I I'm telling you, South's good, bro. They've always been good, and they're gonna continue to yep. be good because Mark Calvey's a wizard. Yep, Calvey's by far the best coach I've ever played for. Him and Luck, him and Lucky were just the dude, guys. They Lucky were so awesome. Is an incredible. Coach Luck coach. was my is my by far my all time favorite legend. Coach. The Silver Fox, dude. He is an absolute unit. Of a coach. Knew his shit. But. So well. I mean, well. so good, really good friends with, uh, what was his name, Dan Jennings? Don Jennings? Dan Jennings? Yeah. The GM for the Marlins at one point? Let me yeah. let me look him up real quick. Jennings. The reason I know that is because he came and spoke and we we hung out with him. Um, That might be different now because, remember, Marlins have gone through a whole lot of changes here recently because of Jeter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. But nonetheless, he, um. He was the mar. He was the manager for the Marlins for a while because he came from the GM spot oh. and he was over them until they found a new guy. Right. Um, is the former general manager and manager of the Miami Marlins? Yep. How long? What years? Um, let me see here. This is a wiki page. Don't say when he started. He said, I mean, he's an A scout in 86, and then his career ended with the Marlins in 2015. So, yeah, sophomore year. That's when I was trying to see. So, I mean, yeah, that's our sophomore year. In in 2017, he came and spoke to us, and he brought a fucking gigantic World Series ring. And it was the it was the that O three I think year that they wanted all. Yeah, I was gonna say the one. Yeah, like two thousand two or two thousand three. Right, and that's the year they wanted but all. Miguel Cabrera was really young. Exactly because because I think remember that that's when the Cubs that Cubs play happened against them where that guy yeah. stuck his hand out and What's got, his name? got yeah. fully crucified by his own home fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that that was a and they had Dontrell Willis the big train. Dontrell, Juan Pierre, Miggy. Yep. Uh, they had some studs, bro. Hey, shout out Juan Pierre. South, there's a jag oh right God, there. God, what a stud. All right, let's wrap up with the Mickey Mantle reading. I, um, guys, I like I said it? at the beginning, this is not safe for work. So if you are offended by this, this is not coming from our mouths. This is coming from Mickey Mantle himself. And it's just a hilarious story that we wanted to talk about because it's great. All right, I'm going to give you all the full rundown on this, okay? So, and I'll read the letter. You just give the full rundown. Oh, you're going to read the letter. I have the letter pulled up if you want me I mean, to. Yeah. I mean, you can, I, I have it as well. Um, all right, you read it. Then. Where's the, okay. So the date, so the date on this is December the 14th of 1972. 
1972, if y'all do, if y'all remember and y'all don't, um, that was the first deconstruction of the Yankee Stadium. The initial Yankee Stadium that the Bay played in in the 20s and all that, um, they actually tore it down and renovated and remodeled into the second version of the Yankee Stadium, which then got remodeled in 08. And I know everybody that knows baseball and that is our age remembers that stadium. Uh, but And then that one got torn down into the new one that we have today. So upon the reconstruction of the one in 1972, they wanted, the back office wanted to have um, all of the most relevant players that are, that were still alive at the time to recount their most fond memories that happened in the stadium. And they sent this one to Mickey. And in the in summary, the, 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 the letter from the Yankees states, Dear Mickey, as you probably know, 19, 1973 marks the 50th anniversary of the Yankee Stadium. We are going to have a season-long golden anniversary celebration. We hope to mark the occasion on our Old Timers Day, Saturday, August 11th, as well as an individual as all, as well as on individual dates during the season. We thought it'd be interesting to lean to to lean, to loan from you what you consider your outstanding event at Yankee Stadium. In many cases, the answer is obvious, but because we are writing a large number of your former teammates. We are asking you to answer this question for us. 1973 will be the final season at Yankee Stadium, as we know it. We will be located at, at Shea at Shea Stadium, which is the Mets, the the New York Mets Stadium, in 1974 and 75, while Yankee Stadium is completely getting rebuilt to reopen in 76. Thank you for your cooperation. We're looking forward to 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 seeing you in 1973, and wish you a happy holiday season. Yours truly, whatever that person is. It looks like Bob Fisher. Um, December 24th of 72 is when that letter was happening. So, Mickey Mantle, and there's a little fill-in-the-blank area. And the first question, it says, yeah. I consider the following out my outstanding experience at Yankee Stadium. Mickey Mantle... You'll understand why we're laughing Mickey Mantle, in his own handwriting, says, I got a blowjob under the right field bleachers by, beside the Yankee bullpen. And then the second question says, this event occurred on or about, give me as much detail as you can. So here's the detail. This is where it gets a little wild. He said, this is Mickey Mantle, one of the greatest baseball players to ever breathe and live and be on the, on the planet. He says, it was about the third or fourth inning. I had a pulled groin and couldn't fuck at the time. She was... She was a very nice girl and asked me what to do with the cum after I came in her mouth. I said, don't ask me. I'm no cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) In the quote. And once again, let me reiterate, these are not our words. This is the words of the late, great Mickey Mantle himself. And he signs it at the bottom. And it says, signed Mickey Mantle, the all-American boy. That is Mickey Mantle's most fond memory in that stadium. Not all of his hits, not all of his home runs, not all of his records, not all of his World Series titles. That moment right there. That was his shining moment in that stadium. There's another story about him. He's having sex. He's drunk as shit. Having sex. Ends up throwing up while having sex. Pretty sure. Um, I, I, there's some more to the story, but it's pretty hilarious. Just imagine having sex and just puking. That is everywhere. not it, Chief. That is not it, Chief. Yo, Mickey Mantle. Let's just look at Mickey Mantle's accolades real quick and put this in perspective for the common consumer here that doesn't really know the life of Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle stats. Okay, here we go. Here we go. He once, on Thursday, an excerpt, excerpt from female sports columnist Diane Shaw revealed that during an interview with the Yankees legend in 1970 that the Mick handed her a card with flowers on the front, but inside it it read, want to fuck. That is unreal. What a guy, you know? What a just a classic stereotype of a dude. He art, so he was... Yeah. So from 1952 to 1968, he was an all-star, never missed one. Never missed one. Um, he won MVP three times, runner-up 
two times, third once. Um, one time Gold Glove. He was a excuse me. Got gnats flying around me. Sorry about that. He uh never he was not a Mr. 3000. He didn't have 3000 hits. He did have 536 home runs, which is just an astounding number. Um he's yep. a career 298 hitter, which is another astounding number. Um and like I said, he was a seven, 15 time All-Star. Um absolutely I mean, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolute unit of a player in uh in baseball, in the baseball world. And um, 5'11", 195, switch hitter. Switch hitter, old school switch hitter, which is actually pretty wild to think about. And um, he's from Dallas, Texas. Died in the year I was born, 1995. And, um, yeah, and needless to say, he was getting blown in Yankee Stadium. So that happened. The late, great Mickey Mantle. That was his number one. Most cherished memory in that stadium, which is hilarious. Could you imagine? I mean, remember how much people freaked out about the Manny Ramirez thing? Imagine if this happened sometime recently. Unreal, dude. How wild that would be. So I read the rest of that story about him throwing up. Said while he was doing a sex act on Angie Dickinson, who was a Hollywood, like, big actor at the time. Shut up, dude. Yeah. Just imagine puking all over a famous actress. That is crazy. <laughs> Most people would be freaked out. Just so embarrassed. Their one opportunity, but for him, he's just like, eh, this happens all the time. That is actually insane. I can't believe it. But also, I can. You know, I know a lot of baseball players, and hey, I can totally believe it. There's no doubt about that. A hundred percent. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's wrap this thing up, dude. Episode 69. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, if you loved it, like, subscribe, rate, review. Follow us on Instagram. Um, go check us out. All of our links are always in the description below. And um, thank you guys for listening in. Thank you all the loyals for being here. Thank you for everybody that's been here day one. If you're brand new, thank you again. Tell a friend, man. Tell a friend about the podcast. Um, we're not going to do anything but grow, and we really, really appreciate all the all your contributions to the podcast. Um, any input is appreciated. If you want to give a review, if you want to critique, let us know, man. I'd love to hear what you think is good or bad about it, um, and um, we'll uh, you know we'll we'll adjust accordingly if we see fit. So, um, guys, thank you again. Episode sixty nine of the podcast. Uh, that is all for me. I hope everybody has a phenomenal weekend. I'm definitely going to be supporting those Jags this weekend, man. If y'all are any of you guys are listening, go Jags, go over there and just absolutely beat their ass and have an absolute blast doing it. I love all of you guys. And, um, I'm super stoked for y'all. Y'all go, y'all go get you a regional ring, man. That would be an awesome, awesome feat. Um, Ron, what else you got? Uh, like you said, subscribe, rate, review, be a friend, tell a friend, spread the word. Uh, bought the merch, guys. Hat's pretty cool looking. Hat's pretty cool looking. My favorite thing is the rain jacket, though. It's cool as shit. Um, go buy stuff. The The shirts, they fit good. They're good material. They look good. Buy it up. Do what you got to do, guys. Y'all been begging for merch, and hey, now we oh, got yeah. it, and it's actually pretty Let's good. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Go hit that merch link. Go buy you whatever you need to buy. Go buy you a sticker. Go buy you a mug. Go buy you a hat. Go buy you a long sleeve, a cutoff, some tights, a cutoff shirt, a tank top, a sl- whatever. <laughs> we got it all. And if you if we don't have what you want, let us know. We'll figure it out. Um, we'll yeah, we'll get, get it. it for you. To hell with it. You know, I mean, we'll get it for you special. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. Um, y'all have a phenomenal weekend. We're going to end it on this song. It's called Dance by Kid Eternal. I think we've played on the podcast before, and I don't really care. We're going to do it again. Once again, it's called Dance by Kid Eternal. If y'all don't want to listen to it, go ahead and skip it, and we'll see you on episode 70. Y'all have a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Love you guys. Peace. about it i think the moment is gone you say you're gonna do right how many times will we talk about it before